Hey, I'm Nick Glenn. And I'm Trey Cow, the socialist barista. And I'm Trey Dex. And you're listening to the Socialist Barista Podcast. We're talking all things Canada today. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Socialist Barista. And you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or if you're that one person that's been wearing the same glasses for the last 25 years, probably Overcast. And now you can catch us on Clubhouse, apparently. That's new. Um, and Discord. We're literally recording right now on Discord. And we made a Discord uh, for not only all of our gamer friends, but also a way for us to connect with our Patreonites and things like that. So don't forget, we are just expanding. We're all over the place now. Yeah, get wrecked, Overcast. And this is the Socialist Breezy Podcast. Welcome to our first ever Patreonite-sponsored episode. If you, didn't, if you didn't know, we have like a Patreon tier that you can basically get a spot on the show if you're not like crazy or weird. Um, <laughs> disclaimer. Disc- disclaimer, uh, there's a background check. Yeah, there's a background check extensive. You have to be on Clubhouse. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's so real. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Jaden is his name, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he uh, gifted uh, Miss Nick Gwen here a spot on the podcast which so is that's exciting crazy. yeah we had this big idea of how we would do it trey and i were talking about pre-recording a little video of us inviting you to the pot like it was going to be so romantic so amazing well not us to you but Jaden to you through yeah. us through us not us to you yeah. but trey here's the deal nick trey you're both on the podcast and you know what you know what really grinds my gears you you really want to know what really grinds my gears? It's Tell me. it's when people come in and they don't understand how a double shot or quad shot works. Like they think that more of that double shot means more caffeine. Like when I tell somebody when they come in and they say, "Can I have a latte with an extra shot?" I'm like, "Cool, we do pull two shots at a time, so it will be a quad shot just so you know." And they go, oh, well, then you can, can you just pull that double shot longer? I'm like, <laughs> <"N-> no, <laughs> that doesn't, you are not helping yourself anymore. <laughs> you are only adding more water. It's just like, that's what grinds my gears this week, Trey. Dang. That's, I just needed to get that out. That's something. Nick, what grinds your gears? <laughs> oh, man. I'd say, those type of people that also will not accept you trying to explain what's actually happening behind the bar. If you <laughs> try to explain to them that you're just watering it down and it's not actually equaling more caffeine. They're like, no, 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 no. It must no, be. No, no. They fight you on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what really grinds my gears? What grinds your gears, Trey? What is it? All these Bernie Sander memes. I knew you were going to bring that up. This episode. I had to. There's I'm, only I'm, one that I like, and it involves Animal Crossing. You know, I haven't burnt out of a meme ever, and never this fast. And <laughs> I think within like 12 hours of that meme being a thing, I was literally like, take this off the internet. <laughs> take like, it off. I literally see like 
everybody is posting it. Like people I didn't know could even use Photoshop or whatever to make memes. I don't even know how to use Photoshop. I don't even know how to do that. Like people are making memes that I've made more memes than a lot of these people. And I don't know how they're doing it, but they're putting Bernie everywhere and it's driving me crazy. And it's not funny. It's really not. It ha- yeah, it's, it's the big corporations also that are like trying to I know. and they'll, they'll post it on like their whatever their <laughs> big huge Instagram they account. Never, yes. Nobody ever gets on the meme train until like something like Bernie Sanders shows up and they're like, oh, this is our chance. And I'm like, you know, there was more memes before Bernie, right? Yeah. And like, they only got it kind of started getting a little funny when they started like photoshopping more than just him sitting in the chair like i saw one of him as like a ufc fighter where he's like he's got a guy like in an arm lock and then there's another one where he was like it looked like he was on the back of jacob from twilight or uh, uh edward edward from twilight and i thought that was kind of funny but the other one, than the that only, i'm the over one it. i like is one where it's like isabel from animal crossing says oh and we have somebody in the campsite and it's bernie in his chair inside that small little tent and I'm just kind of like, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Nick, you know, like you're our first international guest. Yes. I mean, it we had me. we had Brittany, but she's not actually Canadian. She's like a Texan pretending to be Canadian. Yes. <laughs> you're like <laughs> sorry, Brittany, I'm just playing with you. But you're like the real thing. Yeah. It is me. Born and bred in Canada. I wow. can't even imagine having healthcare my whole life. That's amazing. <laughs> so, I can't even imagine living in Canada my whole life. Wow. I just, I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to be involved. So okay. Well, any anyways, like how's how's how goes it? What's up? What's what's, what's going your deal? On? What's what's uh, your deal? Well, you know, it's a typical day here in Canada. It was very cold. Um, how I, cold? My day was cut short. Uh. It was about minus 25 today uh, Celsius, which is, I think, minus 10 Fahrenheit. Is that how that works? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, minus 10 Fahrenheit <laughs> for your your system. We're in the American education system. I don't know yeah. what that means. We live by um, not by seas. <laughs> but it was, it was so cold that we had a very exciting day at my cafe. We shut six hours early because all of our pipes froze and we had no water for our espresso machine (laughs) holy cow yeah it's like that cold (laughs) wow that's crazy yep i can't comprehend that i'm from the desert i was about to say i'm from i'm from west texas so it just the wind blows really hard and it's cold i'm from the real west texas like el paso texas yeah i'm i'm from the panhandle i don't want to talk about it. it's pretty much southern new mexico though it's not really texas but that's wild. Wow. Not specifics, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it was very cold. I, I, like, left my house and my eyelashes froze. What? Oh, my gosh. Your yeah, eyelashes like, can freeze? Yeah. <laughs> I've never been worried about that until just now. Well, yeah. I was in Kansas City when that crazy Arctic blast hit. Um, When was that? Uh, that was, like, 2019, the beginning of the year, I think, when they had that just, like, wicked like crazy arctic blast that hit like most of the united states and canada oh yeah and and in kansas city like it was like negative eight degrees fahrenheit and at eight at eight or nine in the morning like the sun had been out for like an hour or two and it was still that cold i was like oh my gosh (laughs) and like yeah and i remember in chicago there i think i think it was chicago or somewhere else they were having like crazy like 
I mean, deadly cold, cold. Like it was nuts, but that's crazy. So, like, wow. go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, just you know, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're like, yeah. Well, I haven't been freezing cold my entire life. Um, I'm originally from Ontario, which is like the most southern part of Canada. For those who don't know Canadian geography, me. What did you you call it before? (laughs) When before we started the recording? Oh, oh. Well, now I live in Alberta, which uh, we refer to as the the Texas of Canada. Love (laughs) it. Best part of Canada. Must be the best part. Honestly, nowhere compares to Alberta. Sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. It's all the country folk, you know, farmland. I get it. Um, but yeah, I live in a very remote town um, near British Columbia, like western side of Canada, in uh, the middle of a national park, Banff National Park to be exact. That's amazing. That sounds like a beautiful life. Yeah. It's, need... it's quite gorgeous. <laughs> wow. I still need to send you your socialist barista button. Yeah, I want to put it on Lazy my tote bum. bag. I've been busy. Sorry. <laughs> Post office okay. also has been kind of a mess here in America. It'll also take probably five years to get here because that too. Canadian postal is shit. So yeah, how do they get the mail around? Like on a moose? Yeah, <laughs> that's no polar bears. You have polar bears there? Dogs and sleds? <laughs> they don't have well, polar where bears I live, I wake up daily to elk outside my house. So. Oh, <laughs> that must sound amazing. Oh, oh my! The, that's the most terrifying thing, actually, when they the are sound is the screaming. Best. Like in mating season, they actually sound like that. they're dying. Because they oh go, ah! like, <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! <laughs> I had Kendall some really good elk one time. I was about to say, Kendall would love talking about this because he does a really good elk mating impression. I, I didn't know this, know. but I don't want to know more about it. But. <laughs> Perks of living in the middle of a giant forest, I guess. Wow, that's amazing. Well, so, Nick, uh, what, what gives you passion? What gives you excitement in your life? Ooh, passion in life and excitement. Um, I definitely say like I'm always trying to improve myself and try new things, and I, I'd say I put myself out there a lot of the time. Um, I'm not one to be like I guess deterred by something new. Because like I know I find a lot of people I know like they're scared to try things that are new because you know, obviously you're not going to be the best at it right away. And sometimes new things are kind of scary because other people who are like really niche into it or whatever, um, kind of like push you out. But, Mm. you know, I, I never know what will surprise me and stick. So, um, I think being able to say I'm constantly looking to better myself is something I'm really proud of. Nice. Yeah. So what is, you know, Tell me about your journey in coffee from, you know, first sip to now. Yeah. Um, well, as per a lot of baristas, I started working in a coffee shop part-time during school, like five years ago. Um, kind of cause I thought it was like a cool and trendy job to have. Um, but I was really surprised by like the loads of people I was meeting working at my neighborhood shop that were like really cool and involved in really cool projects that you get to hear about on the daily because you see everyone almost every day. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I guess I quickly became really invested in learning more about specialty coffee when I moved to downtown Toronto. Um, and then I was like more exposed to like those specialty coffee shops and like third wave cafes. And I got to like actually try some quality coffee wow. um, and learn more. And uh, yeah, now I've been working full time in the coffee scene 
in Toronto and most recently the Canadian Rockies for like the last two ish years. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I'm lead barista at my coffee shop. Hey, Whoop, there you go. Here. Yeah. It's really exciting. What, I, what a shop do you work at if you're allowed to uh, say? Yeah. It's called White Bark Cafe here in Banff. There's not a lot of coffee shops here. So it's called yeah. a White Bark. White, white bark. bark um why is that so we're... cool <laughs> it's inside of like a, a hotel um called the aspen lodge so i guess it's nice kind of a little play on yeah <laughs> play on trees <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ooh, i like the instagram it's very colorful you're already looking it up i love looking at coffee shop trey's already uh, yeah, elbows I... deep I know. I, w- I wish I could say that we got a hand in the Instagram, but we don't, unfortunately. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Well, uh, Nick, uh, since you've been in the coffee scene uh, in Canada for a while, can you tell us mm-hmm. about the coffee scene? Kind of like what you've experienced over there and kind of how you visualized and, ex- you know, experienced it? Yeah. Um, well, first I'd say, like, it's really diverse. Canada is quite large <laughs> as a country itself, but, like, our population is relatively low so like people are condensed in like cities across Canada but like across the country like tens of thousands of kilometers away um so it's really diverse in that sense um so like there's different like influences whether it be east coast west coast central Canada um but also it's like really connected which is strange like I've met people here in Alberta who know some of my friends back in Toronto in the coffee scene um, because everyone kind of does float around. Um, but yeah, it's still pretty quite tight knit um, for those that are like really invested in the coffee industry. Um, That's really yeah. awesome. Um, Dang, so like cool. what what's it, you know, Canada's affected the whole entire world. Um, and sometimes it's easy for us to kind of only visualize our like city or where we're at when it comes to working in coffee. but how has COVID affected like Canada that you've experienced so far and what you can see in other baristas in that area? Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely been a, a wild ride. Um, yeah. Per province in Canada, like everything's been handled a lot differently. Um, like my friends in Toronto right now are in like total lockdown. Nothing's open. Um, Quebec is in, like, they're doing like a curfew, but here I am. Um, honestly, things were almost just like normal all summer long, which has felt really strange. Um, I can only speak to like exactly where I live um, because like my town where I live is kind of like an anomaly within Canada because we are um, like a tourist destination like a resort town Mm, so we still had um, like our town promoting travelers to come visit us because like our entire economy is based on travel and we need people to come in and visit so we try to like be as normal as possible I guess Um, so we were doing sit-in all summer which was like pretty rare for like across the province here um things were pretty normal like almost as busy as normal with like travelers coming in because like we call them um local tourists canadian travelers coming in (laughs) not international yeah (laughs) Hmm. uh so it's kind of like pretty normal but like the last few months have been absolutely wild um with like second wave and all that um kind of taking a hit restrictions have gotten a bit tougher but you know i've I'm really happy to say that like a lot of people I know um, in the coffee industry, especially in my town have like stuck together and pushed through um, and like kind of made the most of it. Um, 
we're lucky enough that like we have a lot of like outdoor activities even though it's so cold in winter and there's so much snow out right now um we can still get out and enjoy ourselves because we live in such a beautiful place right yeah. nice that's, that's awesome awesome it's good yeah. to hear yeah. and it does sound like where you're at or is like the texas of canada because <laughs> it's very similar to the way texas has been doing as well yeah right yeah we, we have we have a lot of listeners in canada we have i'm looking at it right now uh 32 percent of our listeners in canada are from new brunswick whoa oh. that's interesting actually i don't know where the heck that's even what? at wait that's nick Eastern, why is it Eastern interesting Canada. i'm nervous Oh no, just because like that's not a very big province whatsoever. Like Ontario's huge. Like yeah. it's like I'm pretty sure it's like eighty percent of Canadians like huh. live in Ontario. We're, we're also not like, you know, a super popular podcast because I mean yeah. if you look at if you <laughs> it's look only seven percent of our li- total listeners are in Canada, but <laughs> let's look at the, you know, let's look at what were they called? The awards? What were they called? The Spreggies. Yeah, they didn't the give a crap. Like we, we looked even... at the other but we get the podcast that got nominated and we looked at them and we we're like, What? They don't even. I, I mean, had more people text me back and share posts than these guys have listeners and followers. Oh man! But you know, because you know, we're we're small town boas, kind of. You know, I, mean, I just wanted to at least get mentioned. I I love the other podcast. Don't get me wrong, but I was yeah, just like, just some, I was we're like, we're some good old boys. We're being pretty big out there, but whatever. Uh, yeah, New Brunswick, not like, salty, not, not mad. Salty, I get it. Yeah. Just a little, just a little disappointed. But we're just kind of like, what? our fans are better. All right, we'll just say that. How about that? <laughs> Our fans are better. Oh, I mean, in coffee, we probably all share the same fans. But yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Quebec, 23% Whoa. of listeners. Yeah. Ontario, Saskatchewan, Alberta is sadly only 4%, though. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably just, we know what that 4% me. is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what the heck? You're not telling your coworkers to listen to us? I mean, what's up with that? You know? To be fair, when I, I was living in Toronto last winter and I got all my friends there to follow you guys. Hey, not people aren't memers out here, you know. Really, they don't appreciate those fine quality memes. I feel like you can be like that. Movie my fingers, where they like you go to the place and no one's accepting of you and your culture, but then you like influence them and then they love your culture. Uh, I don't know what movie it is. Scott Pilgrim the... versus the World. Yeah, sure. You know, like, hey, that was filmed in Toronto. Just Whoa. dance, you know. I think it wasn't it wasn't that a goofy movie when you're talking about yeah the goofy movie exactly (laughs) anyways okay so like I have a TikTok for you guys I have a TikTok for you guys oh lord it's the most recent one I sent to you also Nick I'm sorry if I'm overloading you with TikToks no send me more okay I'm just making sure because sometimes people go silent on TikTok and they don't send me anything and I'm like okay I've probably scared them off but I just need some faithful TikTok friends because hey I'm a big fan all my breaks are spent watching TikToks please please don't call me out like that in front of everybody (laughs) yeah it's definitely Trey for sure okay uh, okay I got the TikTok up I'm gonna play it let's make some coffee jar ring Lid. Ice. Coffee. Milk. I'm gonna try this without running out of time. We're probably gonna run out of time. Creamer. Oh. Two pumps of this creamer. And I dropped us. My teeth already again. hurt. Um, mocha syrup. Oh. 
syrup. Vanilla syrup. There's more. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, be back. Put on your ring your lid and shake, shake. <laughs> Take off the lid. Caramel. Maybe. Oh. Straw. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. That was uh, something. I so, want to know how many, okay, so how many ingredients were there total? Um, you know what? I think. Like seven? <laughs> Let me take a look real quick. So I'm going to just play it off to the side. I think I can remember it. I've seen it many times. Okay. I'm going to tell you. Ingredients, coffee. And ice. Then milk. Barely any coffee. That's half and half, one to one ratio on that. Then, creamer, flavored creamer, a lot of it. Two pumps of uh, French vanilla creamer. Then, mocha, not only a glug, two big glugs of mocha syrup. <laughs> glug. Van <laughs> a vanilla syrup. A solid <laughs> glug of vanilla syrup. Glug. And then she shakes it. And then she thinks she's something else on TikTok. She thinks she's TikTok famous. She adds caramel at the very end before, like after the shaking. Just a little though. Oh, and just to let you know how much caramel she added, she added, I literally know exactly how much. She added half an ounce of caramel, but I can promise you right now, there was more than four ounces of mocha syrup. There's at least eight ounces of mocha syrup in that thing, or that was a solid six ounces, six to eight. It was a solid four ounces, if not more, of vanilla syrup. and. It was a one-to-one -one ratio of coffee to milk from the get-go. This was in know, like a 32-ounce jar. It might have been less coffee than that. I feel like no, she no, dumped some, ice, some out. With the ice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about with the ice. Exactly. But also, Dude, like, <laughs> I swear when I watched it. Yeah. And for those that haven't seen this who are listening, it was in a big, huge mason jar. It was huge. 32-ounce yeah. mason jar. Like, I, I mean... Nick, what's what's your impression of this? I mean, you're Canadian, and all I know is like most countries are shocked and appalled by like sugary snacks and drinks we have here in America. I that, don't know. That was more than enough sugar. But I can also just I'm I'm looking at this video and her first sip you could see at the bottom was just caramel. Yeah, that's all that. it was. You can see her suck up the the little bit of caramel she put in there, and that's all she got in the first sip. And she's like, "Yum, delicious." Oh my gosh. Uh, oh. A coffee <laughs> flavor in something that's not coffee. You're adding coffee flavor to something. It's milk with lots of syrups and a hint of coffee. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of getting a migraine watching like just Dude, that was a, that was a lot. I've seen this so many What's times. What's your opinion on the, the shaking? The shaking of it. Was I think I hated that part so much. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I thought that was the only artistic thing in that whole entire video <laughs> there was nothing else you didn't like dropping the lid twice oh no this this influencer this girl i don't know where i don't know where she came from or where she's going but i really hope that she's she going down a one coffee shop job because they will I, find that video and they'll be like eh, no you want to know where I she's did going look at her thing and i think she's from texas oh shut up hold that explains them that explains the mason jar. Because <laughs> that was, you know what I first thought when I saw that mason jar? I was like, man, I used to drink my sweet tea out of that. 
It's yeah. literally my that first. That's a pretty southern thing, southern slash Texas thing. I wonder where in Texas she's from. She's got a horse, it looks like. So, well, are, are that's, we? That's narrowed down. But are we getting knee deep in who this person is now? <laughs> I kind of want, but all her videos look annoying, so I don't want to click. Just on to anything. explain, she's a roper. Okay, she's into roping. So, roping. That's one of those things. So she is what we call. I don't know if you know this, Nick. This is this is uh, what we call bona fide horse girl. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's true. She's a horse girl. Oh yeah, big in the horses. Yep. Well, that was anyways. That was an interesting TikTok. I'm I'm <laughs> glad I saw that, but I'm also sad because those are moments of my life I'll people, never get back. People drink that stuff and they enjoy it. It they like, super drink me. it. Yeah, she's on a one way track to diabetes. Like <laughs> <laughs> straight up <laughs> diabetes. There's only one way And she's headed down it Look here's the deal Trey This is me I grew up in Texas I I know a little bit about Canada I don't know a lot But I think some Us and some of our listeners Have quite a bit of questions About Canada And today's the day to ask those questions Because we got a bona fide Canadian Right here. Let me tell you about Canada. Okay. They bag their milk. There's this great song from Winnipeg's Most called Winnipeg Boy. And it goes, I'm a Winnipeg boy. That's who I am. And it's just like a rap song for Winnipeg, Canada. And I didn't know where that was until actually like 10 minutes ago when I realized <laughs> it's not where I thought it was. Uh-huh. So that's cool. Where uh, is it? Do you know? Is it, uh, it is, is it in city? Probably. It, it's, Winnipeg is a city, and it is in the, it the is province city. of Manitoba. Yes. There we go. Right? Little geography lesson. I know. Wow. <laughs> you know, honestly, my brain for the longest time has told me, like, there's, like, one highway that goes along all of southern Canada, and anything above that is nothing. It's just people live in the very bottom of Canada Alaska. and nowhere <laughs> above that. And then there's Alaska. <laughs> Uh, all i want to do is go to canada now i really do okay so (laughs) let's answer some or i i can't answer them but nick can you answer some questions about canada i can i feel like i feel like provide my insight well welcome to a new section of the socialist breeze podcast called questions for a canadian i feel like the canadian anthem should be going like in the background of that moment but (laughs) Okay, so I asked people on Instagram, what questions do you have for a Canadian barista? Um, the most common question, um, which was asked at least four or five times, was what is it like to have free health insurance? Well, I, I must say a lot of people take it for granted. Um, and yeah, uh, we roast you guys for not having it quite often. <laughs> That's so sweet of you. I yeah. know. We roast, I our, know. We're, we roast we're ourselves so for not having it. <laughs> no, we we are very fortunate. You know, if you burn yourself on that steam wand at work, you can just walk on down to the the health clinic and don't have to worry about forking over a couple hundred dollars. 
Oh my nice. gosh. The last time I went to the doctor, I literally paid in cash. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. One time my my buddy, we went on a this like long backpacking trip in the mountains of New Mexico and it snowed. It was May. It was wild. And he ended up almost he got a uh, frost nip, like really bad, literally couldn't stay on his feet. And at some point he's finally like, okay, I need to go to the hospital. So like we take him to the local, we have these things called, well, you know, an emergency room is you have those, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. So what we have in America as part of our privatized healthcare system is these little ER, like special ER, like specific places where you like, you don't have to go to the actual big hospital. You just go to your local little private ER like place. Yeah. And mm-hmm. It's a big business now. Like they even have a reputation amongst doctors, like ER doctors, are notoriously just looking for money, pretty much. But anyways, so we take him to the the local ER in our town, and we talk to the lady, and like we're like, yeah, like his feet are blah blah blah, and we're not really sure. Like he can't really walk, and they're like, okay, so I'm just gonna be honest with you. The moment he goes behind those double doors, it's gonna cost him almost two hundred dollars, and they're only gonna send him and tell him he needs to go to the actual, like, Amarillo hospital, like the big hospital. So I was like, it's going to cost him 200 dollars just for you to tell him you can't do anything. <laughs> that is the American healthcare system. <laughs> Basically. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's unfortunate. but It's just what? what we do instead is we learn how to, like, bandage our own wounds and hide the pain. <laughs> We learned literally, to not complain. Literally, I got cut recently on my foot. And I was like, oh, man, I'm bleeding. This sucks. And I just wear a sock because I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. Then literally a week, two weeks later, my mom says, why don't you put a Band-Aid on it? And in my head, I literally thought, I did not even think to put a Band-Aid on. <laughs> I didn't even, in my head, I was like, wear a sock and a shoe. That'll make it to where the blood is going anywhere. How stupid Ignore is that? Ignore the pain. Ignore the pain. Yeah, you know what? This is this this sums up America healthcare very well. Um, I'm <laughs> pretty sure the most. Doctor? I'm pretty sure what's what's searched in America more than COVID test site in Google is probably free COVID test site. <laughs> like I literally had to ask my wife multiple times before we went and got tested because we got COVID in December. I was like, wait, it's free, right? Like, it's not gonna cost money. <laughs> like, we literally can't afford to do anything hospital-wise. Only my son has free health care. And that's because we're poor. But we're not poor enough for all of us to have free health care. So that's great. Well, here's another thing you that we complain about in America. We complain about one thing that we want to ask you about. And that question is, what is it like having nice custies? I I really wish I could say they were all nice. Oh, they are. oh do we? You know? So do we? They're not all nice. I thought everybody no, in Canada was nice. A, everybody I've a met in Canada principle, is nice. Like, especially where I live, mountain culture is that you're kind and polite and nice. But when people are on vacation and they're spending $500 a night on a shitty hotel, they are very entitled. And if they nice. ask me for a Starbucks drink and I can't deliver, they're quite rude. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know that—that that is the common misconception. Not everyone who lives in Canada is nice. I'm gonna keep believing mm. that. Okay. Nothing, I don't want to leave this fantasy. Yeah, okay. I, the hope keeps me going. <laughs> At least you can live in this make-believe world. I—I I cannot. 
I'm going to run for the border. Yeah, <laughs> I'm running right now. So that's funny, though, what you said, because somebody asked, um, I think it was Joshua asked, do they demand larger size drinks like indulgent Americans do? I, it really hurts me that our one of our like most common drinks is like a large latte, which is like a 16 ouncer. But like, that's mm. the largest you'll see here. How like, how large is your largest? On average, largest I see, I feel like 16 is a pretty average, like yeah. large coffee size at least in specialty yeah. coffee. Mm-hmm. Some places will f around though and do a 20 ounce latte. Yeah, yeah. But you know, sometimes yeah, it's, it's, places, I get it, especially on a day like today. It was really cold. You you want that the 16 ounce maybe like hot chocolate, warm your hands up. I get yeah. it. I get it. Or maybe get it. 16 ounce drip. Like I mess with that. Well, I wouldn't, but I know some people would. But mm. okay. Um, Joshua asked, oh, here, I already put that. Oh, look at you reorganizing the script. Um, German tortoise asked, milk in a bag, is it a real thing? It is, it really is, but not for all of Canada. Um, literally only Ontario does it. Really? Um, I want want milk in a bag. I'm going to be honest. That's the way I want to have milk. I hate it. It's. It's a nice world to live in, but when you have all of your milk loose in bags in the bottom of your milk fridge, and it one of them just snags on Wait. that. Really? You store the milk? Shelf what? Dedicated to just loose bags. There's probably like 30 just like little one liter milk bags. Just loose. Just sh- oh hanging God. out with each other. I don't know what's I'll stupider. Like... Having <laughs> bags of milk or having milk that's in glass jars we're just we're just shit talking um but, it, but, but it's, um, a, it's a dangerous game to play because i one time i i tried to slide one of those little baggies out of my fridge it like snagged on a little piece of metal oh, on my fridge and then no. you have milk everywhere heck no Question. i'm not about yeah, it no do y'all use the yeah. milk bags at work Yep, because in on in Ontario, that's all you have. Okay, so I heard from okay one of my friends that lives in the whole bag of milk world. They said the norm is to take your bag of milk and put it in a, a glass or another container. Oh, okay. The- well, where I've worked and where I've like grown up, you put the bag of milk inside of like this plastic container that still it holds the bag, and you just cut a little hole. At the top of the bag and dispense from there. I want bagged milk. I'm deciding. <laughs> this is what I want. That's it's what I want for Christmas. It's not good for the environment. I am. I am anti bagged milk. Oh. Mm. Yeah, you're throwing out all those plastic bags all the time. Not better good. than throwing out a bunch of plastic flipping. I think just plastic's wait, bad. Wait, wait, wait. You don't recycle your plastic milk containers? Um, recycling in America is more of a city to city slash state to state thing if you live in an urban area everybody pushes to recycle if you're living in a more of like a rural area it's not as big yeah um Mm -hmm. mainly because landfills are like are more possible there because it's Mm -hmm. a lot of rural area rather than Mm -hmm. a condensed city where it's just going to be like crappy yeah it's hard to say i've seen a landfill one i was like wow uh, yeah, we've we've got incentive. You uh, you pay a deposit, and then if you bring all your milk jugs back, you get money for them. I wanna, I want that. I wanna do that. Yeah, it's a good system. I get it. 
Oh, I get. I like that. Okay. Get um, money for your empty milk jugs. KD Melendez said, "A." Hey. Do you say A? Like A? Um. Yeah. Oh, on on the regular, definitely half of my sentences end in A. And you said like, it a lot, like during our this podcast. I was like, wow, this is so. <laughs> <laughs> so genuine i love it so there's a guy i was working with in the beginning of the year i was doing like some woodworking stuff um which i know nothing about woodworking but now i kind of do anyways so i was working with him i got to know him he's an older guy he was the coolest dude but he's from toronto and he actually i think he's like from north toronto but he uh lives here in kentucky now and we were working together and every time we'd be measuring something and like get something like perfectly lined up, he'd be like, "That's pretty damn good, eh?" <laughs> it was like, <laughs> "Nice one, bud." It was pretty cool. I liked it. But I, I appreciate you pronounce Toronto right as well. Most people who aren't Canadian say Toronto. Oh, Toronto? Is that how you say it? Toronto. Yeah. Nice. I just it just rolls off the tongue, you know. It feels yeah. Texan to say Toronto, dude. I f with Canada, yeah. you know, no big deal. I don't. I just um, don't. I do now. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Okay. Okay. Um, so how would you spot an American in a cafe or in a crowd? How do we stick out? If we stick out, I don't know. I don't wanna. I don't wanna offend or. No, please. Oh, so it's offensive. We, we love <laughs> no, being no, sarcastic no. and offending people. You know, yeah, I would say that. Thing. If we if I have a cafe full, every table's full, the loudest person is probably American. Oh my gosh, those freaking so Americans. I'm so Especially I'm where so I live, they're the ones who complain that I will not accept their American cash. Cuz that happens really? very often. Yes. I feel like when you're in a different country, you should just assume that your no, currency uh, is no longer valid. People think that we're just an extension of america like oh no you you accept american money because we're superior like we you must accept our money because oh also gosh. your money is worth less than ours so that's hilarious this. if you're an american person listening to this and you think that stop it yes stop that now straight get to your canadian dollars instead yeah, your your loonies it's because when we go anywhere south loonies. of the border they will take our american dollar that's very true <laughs> that's true I landed in Honduras one time and I got a lot of money for my money. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Uh, it, okay. The, so the 2019 World Latte Art Champion, Instagram, asked, which I was like, oh, that's wow. cool. Uh, they asked, what are the most notable roasters in Canada? Well, um, it's definitely like a few like really notable large roasters like known across the country um there's like a, a toronto roaster pilot coffee roasters they're they're really big um big fan of their coffee they've got some really cool shops around the city um but they've definitely now like branched out into like mass producing kind of like grocery store yeah scene which i'm not a big fan of um <clears throat> As well, like I say, like my favorite would be here in Berta, uh, in Calgary, we have Monogram Coffee Roasters, which is like, Ooh, like um, I'm really big fan of their, uh, big fan of their sustainability practices and relationships with their producers. So. But is they're also really big, it? like, what? You just go Berta. Oh yeah, Berta. Here in, here in yeah. Berta. 
So if I go to Canada and I'm just like, yeah, I'm from Berta, people will be like, yeah, you're definitely from Berta, eh? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Dude, Berta is the most I ever say. Big Berta fan. Big Berta fan. Big Berta. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, White Rabbit asked, beaver milk? <laughs> I I don't want to know if you can even um, milk a hey, beaver. Don't be afraid to know the truth. I just assumed yeah. you were going to know what they were talking about because I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, oh, this must be a real thing. Or moose milk, right? Yeah, moose milk, totally possible. But hey, I, yes. feel like, I feel like nobody would, I feel like it'd be illegal. Like it'd, it would have to be in the black market or something. Yes. Because like People anything have, like, that has to do with moose. And, yes. They That's do? Scary. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a thing. Really? Beaver what? farms? Well, yeah, unfortunately, people uh, like the beaver pelts. Oh, uh, so it's bad. It's bad. Do they, do they eat them? I, I I don't know if they eat them, but they definitely use their fur and stuff for hats. I'm interested. I mean, it's kind of a rule in Texas. How the country was uh, founded was like beaver trade. That's true. The yeah, French and Indian War was uh, heavily about beavers, I think. I don't okay, remember. Trey, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Texas, it's kind of a rule. If you skin it, you got to eat it. So, uh, that, yeah, that's honor kind of the thing. animal. I get it. Yeah, but they're just so cute, beavers. Come on, no, they are. Cute. I've Why never seen one in person, to... but I don't know. I have, I, it's I'm honestly literally the best thing ever. This might be a weird thing to say, but I'm never ashamed to say it. I'm down to eat just about any kind of meat, honestly, if you put it out there. If if it's the right context and cultural situation, dude, this guy's like, I will try it in a taco, put it in a I'll burrito, try anything. <laughs> Oh, like alligator? Freaking love alligator. So good. Dude, rattlesnake? That's I haven't had it yet. I really want it. I really want to try it. Nick's like, Texans are weird. They eat everything. They're freaking barbarians down there in America. Oh, no. Texas. We're way better than America. That's what I hear. Sorry, America. Anyway. Um, I don't know how to say his name. I was gonna say ODX Tina. Do y'all drink Tim Hortons? Oh, personally, no. Um, what is Tim you Hortons? Know, Isn't that oh, like a gas oh. station? No. Oh, this is fun. It's like it's like our Dunkin', I guess. Oh, it's like there's there's three in every town. It's like this little coffee shop. They're always on the side of the highway. That's where you get your coffee. It started out as like a Canadian company. It's named after like this hockey player. Um, but now I think they got bought out by it Burger is. King. I, th- I think an American company what? bought them out. So it's not even Canadian anymore. That sounds American. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're, ca- we're coming yeah. for you, Canada. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Wait, but like so, it's really okay. sad because so they, they've kind of... Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, they, they, set the, they set the standard kind of for ordering in Canada. Because really? they they're kind of like Starbucks and they've like created their own lingo, you know. Um, oh. And now people come into my coffee shop and they use like the Tim Hortons ordering for us. So what? we say double double and triple triples. Oh, like that mean? Double cream, double sugar, triple Stop cream, it. triple sugar. So you so guys do say, have a three two there. Double, double? Oh, Nasty. that would that annoy me. But so, so you guys do do the sweet stuff out there. I'm yeah. Guessing. Oh no. Oh, oh yeah. I thought it was just oh, America. Oh no! Oh yeah, we've influenced you guys, eh? It's I think sad. It was already a thing. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Tim Hortons, I'm on the lookout. I mean, it's no Bucky's. You know, I mean, okay, so funny thing. I listened to this podcast called uh In the No, not In the Dark. That's a different one. Um it's a Canadian it's from Canadian media or something like that. Uh it's a true crime podcast. Someone knows something. That's what it's called. Um, um love true crime but it's it's a guy in canada that does it and he does like just lots of different like cases like or like missing boy or like murder person stuff like that um and one of the seasons was about this girl and she worked at tim hortons so like that was where i first heard of tim hortons and in my mind i imagine that tim hortons was a weird combination like you'll get this tray like i imagine it was a weird combination of bucky's combined with like a real those really nice new pack of sacks they make in the panhandle of Texas. Oh yeah, dude. I just imagine oh. it's a place like that and they serve donuts. That's what I imagine Tim Hortons is. I love donuts. Dude. That's all I know. I'm though. not I'm a I'm a Duncan guy. So I feel I'm, like Tim Hortons. I can't wait I, to try Tim Hortons. I can get down with Tim oh. Hortons. Yeah. Don't hey. We okay. want to experience everything. Hey, I we just it. experience my culture. Full immersion. We want us respect your culture. I want bagged milk. I want Tim Hortons. <laughs> yes. Ask them to show you the bagged milk. I'm gonna show tell me. Them. Where is it? Oh my gosh. Where yes. show me the back milk. They're show like me the back milk. Freaking Americans, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trey, you love you doing that. <laughs> Move on to the next question, Trey. <laughs> okay. Is tipping a regular thing? Andrew asked this. Is tipping a regular thing in cafes? Oh, if it wasn't, I don't know how I would survive. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Yes. We minimum wage job. We need those tips. Yep. I'm waking up at 5 a.m. every day. Give me your money, please. What's the minimum wage in Canada? It depends on the province. Um, uh-huh. so I'm, I don't want to tell you because you're, it's going to hurt you a bit. Um, it, where I live, it is $15 an hour. Well, 15 for you is like 8 for me, right? Because I'm American and I'm superior and my money's worth more? Yes. Somewhat. <laughs> I think it's like probably like $12. That's funny. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. So yeah, because yeah, minimum wage here is like not like well, if you to be honest, if you're a high school kid, like you're probably gonna make minimum wage unless you're super good. Like, but in coffee, the norm in specialty coffee so far that I've seen is actually more like ten dollars an hour or right around nine to ten dollars an hour, and then tips on top, which mm-hmm. usually evens out to like twelve to thirteen, mattering on how busy the shop is. I've never worked at a shop that paid less than um ten an hour. Like at a specialty shop. Yeah. I've my first coffee gig was like eight an hour. It was horrible. And I worked really freaking hard in that job. And now it's like well, my full time job now I get like fifteen an hour, which is starting out. It's actually pretty good. That's um, great. But so what's minimum wage in Texas then? What is the minimum? Well, we don't live in Texas anymore, but yeah. I think in Texas it's like eight twenty five. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, it's it's kind of like Canada. It's it's you know state state province province. But um, you'll only like, get minimum wage if you literally have nothing to offer. Like yeah, yeah. Even no at benefits. Most, even at like McDonald's, if you have experience from another job, you're not going to make minimum wage. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in a lot of. But ways. also, like the cost of living's a big effect of that. So like, oh my minimum God. wage in like Seattle, you're gonna probably get like. I think yeah. it's like twelve, thirteen an hour or something, but oh, it's wow. expensive to live there. And like, same for like, like some of the popular spots in California. So it's like it's kind of weird because it's like minimum wage 
in some places sounds better, but the cost of living in some of those places is so high. So it's like exactly like getting paid ten dollars an hour in Lexington. If you're working enough hours, like it's actually pretty livable. But ten dollars an hour in some places would be like impossible to. Yeah, get Nashville, it's super well, tough. Yeah. Yeah. There's some That's places something. here that will pay you less than minimum wage if you're like a server, which is actually ridiculous to me. Yeah, that's like it is. That's how it is here. You get yeah. Some places you can be a server and they can pay you as low as like two something an hour. Whoa! And you're, you're pretty much all tips. Yeah. That's well, why the that's why COVID's been such a hard thing here because it's like yeah, like it's killed a lot of people's like lives because of that. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow. Let's see, Phantom. Fan to me, fla- I don't know how to say this. Uh, it said, y- "Y'all get flat white orders incessantly. Like, like, do y'all get a lot of flat white orders?" I appreciate everyone has said "y'all" in their questions. I like it. You can tell where uh, one of us are from. <laughs> um, I yeah, no, flat whites are still uh, really popular drinks here, especially where I live. We have a lot of like international people who work here a lot of australians and kiwis so oh. flat white yep flat white really? that's the flat thing white. like flat white here we just stopped usually using it so a flat white and a cappuccino most places is basically the same thing in the yeah. sense of like yeah. it's the six ounce double shot with steamed milk up to the six ounce level so like you couldn't milk. you couldn't do that in in actual like australia or New Zealand, but like here, it's because it's the Starbucks thing that Starbucks picked up and was like, let's make this new thing called a flat white. And not really knowing what actual flat white is. So now all these people are walking these specialty shops asking for a flat white, but not really knowing what a flat white is. Yeah. So, Can I get a 16 ounce flat white? Yeah. And no, no. yeah, you can definitely get a 16 ounce latte. That's what I'm going to make you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because that's so the same like, thing we want. And now that since cappuccinos, these days are like you know super micro foamy, not like over the top second wave, huge thing of foam on top of espresso, and flat white is what people think they want, but it's th- what they want is what a cappuccino is. So we're just kind of like a lot of shops is just kind of like that's how it is. But I'll mm-hmm. call it whatever they want if that's what they want to call it at this point. You know, <laughs> right? Okay, so. We are going to hand you the, uh, yeah. I guess you already have a mic. I don't know. We're going to let yeah. you ask us some questions. <laughs> since you're our first, you know, Patreonite host, yeah. I guess. Well, like, yeah, I've definitely, don't want to say like keeping tabs on you guys, but I've been listening to all the podcasts when you post them. And like, you know, I like Thank keeping you. up to date with your lives. So your little updates on what's going on. Yes. Um, but yeah, like I question for you, Trey Cal, what, All right. um, how's working with Booch? What have you found interesting? Kombucha. Um, Kombucha. Well, I feel like one thing I find interesting is like, I feel less tired because there's something, something about like in coffee, you're making drinks for one person and like every drink is specific to one person very unique where in kombucha it's kind of like any other thing like if you're making beer or whatever like you're making a large batch of a certain product well, not like a large large batch but you're making a significantly big amount of a flavor or something uh we'll have some more stuff in the future where we can get a little bit more specific with it but right now it's just like me you know learning a whole new 
thing, like a whole new world in science of brewing. It's kind of funny because like I almost feel like I've gotten more into the science of kombucha already than I have ever gotten with coffee. <laughs> I feel like coffee, I kind of got like not bored. I just like there's so much and so many like strong opinions. That I kind of just wasn't very interested where kombucha is like this new thing like with all the science and new practices people are doing it's like where coffee was 20 years ago so it's very exciting um and i've i've been enjoying learning um just how to flavor like kind of like ideas for flavoring stuff because with kombucha you kind of like you're more limited to what goes good like they're Mm -hmm. like for instance you can do a coffee kombucha but it's probably not gonna taste very good and Honestly, I've also found interesting that most kombucha, especially the big brands, are not good. Like a lot of them are just trash products, TBH. Yeah. Like they're just they get to a certain level and it's just like very watery or just too juicy of a product. It doesn't really taste like booch anymore a lot of the times. Um unless you get like GT Dave's kombucha, it's like that's like the standard. But yeah. Uh yeah. pretty cool. I've been enjoying it. I'm a baby booch boy. Baby Booch. <laughs> Baby Booch. And oh, how do we spell Booch? Because apparently I didn't know how. Oh, uh, well, like, so it's not spelt like this in the full word, but when people say Booch, like, they'll say Booch for kombucha for short, and they'll usually spell it B O O C H. Yeah. Oh, and Trey Dex, you know, I know you've you've moved recently, hey? Yes. Yes, I have. Always moving. I, I seem that I, I've constantly moving um i've right now i'm actually stayed in one place for eight months which is wild for me um but is you thought about moving or moving anywhere in the states that you'd like to like explore a coffee scene or yeah i've uh, I mean, experience i've kind of been a nomad for a lot of my life after high school so i did the mission field and a lot of other stuff so yeah i've i've thought a lot about like what's next moving wise Moving to Lexington was amazing, and I loved being there uh, with my friends um, in that sense. Uh, But what drew me back to Nashville was honestly just like kind of more of like I left Nashville for the wrong reasons. And it's funny because I kind of was approached for the first time in my life about this idea of like, why do I keep moving? Like, am I going anywhere or am I just trying to find a place to belong kind of thing? Um, And I think at the end of it, I when I read your question, the first thing I thought of was like when I've thought about the dream place to work in coffee, it's actually like wherever my friends are excited about it too. So like my dream place to work in coffee would honestly be in Lexington, Kentucky with Trey Calvin. Like that's my dream. Um, because the community no is deal. small. And I would rather work in a place where the coffee, the specialty coffee world isn't big enough yet. And it's just mm-hmm. starting and the language is just beginning and you have to cultivate that community and you're the first one to do it because yeah. my first job was in Tyler, Texas, where there was no coffee community. There was no specialty coffee. Um, and when there was trying to be specialty coffee, it just would go out of business because of bad ownership. And the first shop I worked at cultivated community around it. And then I got super blessed because when I moved to Nashville, it was like coffee community everywhere. And it was amazing because I didn't have to explain everything about the drinks. People just knew and it was awesome. But man, like going to Lexington and working back in that world again, when, you know, it's still new. Not a lot of people know a lot about it. And you're creating that language and creating that community again. 
it just felt so good. And of course, like that's just kind of my heart. That's why I work at Quizera. Like I got an offer to work at better and bigger shops, but Quizera just started. They don't have a huge following. And I was like, I want to work there. Um, I don't want to work at a shop that's well known and everybody knows about. And that's not me trying to be a hipster. That's me just being like, I'm better. I'm a better employee at a place that's like that. So honestly, mm-hmm. my dream place to work in coffee in the US is in small town America. And yeah, and kind of more like, you know, it's easier to know like the majority of people's names in a city. Mm-hmm. So that's my heart. Mm. And honestly, I hope Nashville becomes I hope Nashville kind of becomes a long term place for me, not just because of the coffee scene, but because of the people scene. And I just really enjoy the people here in this area because it's a little mixed match of everything I love. So, yeah, that, that really resonates. I feel that I want to be part of pioneering something that's like new somewhere yes. for sure. So you guys have all these questions for me, being Canadian, living in the (laughs) great white north. Have either of you actually been to Canada? Never. Never. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Uh, I I can't count the times I've visited the States, like so many times. Like, that's just what we do. Summer vacation. We'd take a good old trip down to like, I don't know, Michigan. I mean, great time to Mexico a lot. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I have a lot of like I don't know. I know people that go to Canada on the regular that have lived in like places like Michigan or you know and stuff, but like yeah, I've never actually right now living in central Kentucky is the closest I've ever lived to Canada. Like my mind is blown that I could get to Canada in like I think 7 hours, 6 7 hours. And like in Texas, I couldn't get to Dallas from my home in Texas in 10 hours at one point in life. Like, so the idea of going to another country, well, I used to live like literally on the border of Mexico, but like going to like Canada has always been like a far, like that's freaking far. But but I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go to Canada so bad. We should. We're close, Trey. Let's just go. Live show in Canada. Yes. Live show in Canada. When When we get enough people listening that would actually show up but yeah uh although i think if everything goes well i have some really good friends ironically from michigan that just moved to vancouver and Ah. we have been talking about going to visit them in june maybe going to vancouver um it just kind of depends with covid um because if that doesn't work we might go do something else that summer but i really want to go to vancouver this summer mm-hmm. and i've always really wanted to go to canada and get mad when they don't accept my american money <laughs> have, you, have you heard of any like canadian roasteries or shops oh, that you my 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 multi-roaster that i used to work at so anyone that opens a coffee shop makes two, one of two mistakes you either order way too much coffee or not enough coffee um and the shop i worked at ordered a ton of 49th parallel like a Ah, ton and it got to the point where i felt bad but i had this like not disdain but just like every time i saw 49th parallel after a while i just kind of got sick of it because we literally and i and i was like i'm glad this place doesn't exist anymore um the shop i was working at because this would be a bad reputation for a multi-roaster but they had their coffee we served it for almost four months past roast. Oh man! And it was just like I was like, "That's, that's just disres- that's just straight disrespectful to a roaster." You know, it's like straight. You're kind of you're pretty much giving their 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 coffee a bad rep in a different place. Like it just sucks. But I hate it. Ugh. So for the longest time, I see 49th parallel. I still like 
get this like discomfort in my stomach, but I want to actually go to the cafe and experience them brewing the coffee for me. That'd be there you go. Cool. When you're in Vancouver. I know. Have a little visit. Maybe I'll go to Berta sometime. Come I know I'm going to Berta. We got, we got some nice things. I bet. But yes. Sadly, I, I have no thoughts, opinions, or impressions of Canadian shops, but I did have, so I have a question. So Nick, yeah. you're technically considered our number one fan. Like, no way. <laughs> it, I mean, come on. You're on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, we're going to call you our number one fan until somebody else claims it. That's, I mean, what I, that's how I feel. I think I agree. I mean, one yeah. of the early, I mean, you've been following the meme page for a while. I don't like sometimes yeah. people will start following and for some reason their profile like will st- stick out more than others. And I feel like yours has always consistently popped up for as long as I can remember. One yeah, definitely like over people. a year, year and a half, maybe. Yeah. 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 So. so I have a question. You know, everything that Trey and I do, like the podcast, uh, was totally random. He just says, I want to do a podcast and I want you to co host. I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. now he's really thinking about possibly getting into his own shop. So I was like, here's this idea for a shop I had. So there you go. And, you know, doing this Discord, doing whatever, everything we're doing is feels so last minute. And you're our number one fan. And so your opinion means the, so much to us. Oh, but I, I want to ask you something about the podcast. Do you have yeah. a few favorite moments of the podcast or things that you love about the podcast? Because I want our listeners to like hear this too, but like stuff that you like that we're doing in the, in the podcast or maybe a favorite episode. I wanted to just get your thoughts on. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, huh. you've said my name quite a bit on the show just because I'm always messaging you guys. But I think like, you know, like that acknowledgement of like your fans and stuff, whether it be like when they ask questions and you give them a little shout out or whatever. Um, like that's so nice. Like you have to make that connection with your fan base. Like it makes them feel special, which like I definitely felt like, hey, I'm I'm part of this. So that's always really nice. Um, also, like, I know I shouldn't say this, but just like shit talking people is just like it's so funny. <laughs> Especially these like TikTok segments, it's absolutely my favorite because I I see stuff so often and I just cringe and it hurts me so much and like I kind of feel rude to like because everyone's at their own point in their coffee journey. You don't want to like judge, but you you want right. to you want to make a comment and now you have this space, this meme podcast where you guys let that stuff slide and I love it. I have the influence to do that now. Yes, yeah. I was about to say. Try, <laughs> you can do that. We, we always try to say, like, we're not trying to bash anybody. We're not trying to bash anybody. And we finally had to come to the conclusion, like, you know what? We're a freaking meme podcast. We don't do anything oh, yeah. else, and we shouldn't do anything else. Besides, yeah. make fun of the stupidest stuff that we see. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we make fun of ourselves, so it's okay. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. Like, our goal in this podcast is definitely not to seem like we have the most experience or we're the smartest people. We're just I think that's our that's little place part. in the coffee world, and it's you know, yeah. not so much in making some crazy big brand. It's just making memes and podcast and be on Clubhouse. No big deal. Jared Truby <laughs> follows me on. It doesn't po- have to be serious. Yeah, you know, Jared Truby follows me on uh, Clubhouse now. So <laughs> yeah, Clubhouse is the new thing. So I'm freaking ready. The next off. podcast episode, we're probably only going to talk about. Exactly. We'll be huge by then. But all right. Well, uh, Nick, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been really freaking fun. I've really enjoyed yeah, this. Yeah. Truly been an honor to have you here. Yeah. It was really fun. I'm 
glad I got to be a part of your podcast. Yeah. Any special shout outs you want to give real quick as we log off? Oh, man. Well, thank you to my boyfriend, Jaden, for pushing me to Solid get my move. comfort zone. Yeah. Thanks, Jaden. It was a great Christmas present. Honestly, very unique. You're great. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, as we say sometimes, this is a socialist barista podcast. <laughs>